Hello, welcome to a new episode of Eric's America. Uh, I'm Eric, and as you can tell by the weird echo that's going on, I'm not in my usual location. Um, I'm on the road again. Um, Actually, almost in Mexico, which is uh, not a good thing. Um, Yes, deep in southern Texas, um, where it's about as hot as it is living on the sun, apparently. But anyway, back to uh, have a new episode. Uh, just have to live with the echo for t- this week, for this episode anyway. But uh, yeah, there's a lot to uh, deal with. But uh, my rant really is kind of a carryover from Tuesday's episode with more of the BLM infecting everything. Now, I know everybody's pretty used to the uh, crap that we have to deal with, with movies now and TV. But my real question is on the sports angle. And this has bothered me for a while. Now, not only are players destroying their chosen profession, uh, because people are tuning it out. In NFL, I don't see that that's going to change. NFL, people are going to tune out as well. They're going to. People do not want this. But here is my issue that I have for college athletes. Now, they're not going to totally destroy their platform because it will continue. Uh, College football, for those who don't know, has been around half a century longer than NFL. And uh, it is where American football started. So it's really the original, and the NFL took it sort of to the next level, if you want to call it that. Sometimes I I don't feel that way. But anyway, um, I had mentioned that I thought coaches and mentors and teachers were doing a disservice. And the reason I say this is because there's probably not a more pure example of what society and what capitalism and the ideas that it promotes there's probably not a better example than a sports team and i don't understand i mean it would take 10 minutes to go through this and say hey you know i know the guys that are the star players that are you know been here a while you know you've worked long and hard you've dedicated much of your life to this you've worked really hard but today and we're just gonna let um the guy that rides the bench all the time he's gonna play and uh you know you know he's gonna play in the game and we're just gonna share it equally and it'll be fine because we're gonna start a social justice socialist equity system so everybody on the team is just gonna get equal playing time it doesn't matter how good they are. It doesn't matter how long they've worked. It doesn't matter how dedicated to it they are. They show up and they're going to get the equal time that you get. And I guarantee you very, very quickly, people are going to have a problem. Now you're going to get the same names called. Well, that's racist or you're, you're discriminating against me. I've worked hard. I've done all this and, and you can't take my playing time, which we hear this all the time, especially on the professional level. My problem is why is no one pointing this out? Why is nobody going to these players? They're going, well, I'm going over here because I get paid more money and I can do this. And then the next day they have BLM stamped all over everything and talking about equity. 
Why is no one pointing this out and saying, hey, listen, you know, not only is it obvious that you're making millions of dollars playing a game that you would not be able to do anywhere else on the planet other than here, but your entire attitude is capitalism. It's exactly what you're talking about is you've worked hard. You have a measure of talent. You perfected that talent. You worked hard. You worked harder than anyone else. You got to the top of your position and therefore you are rewarded for it. What bigger example can you possibly have? So I think you could really diffuse a lot of these arguments. The other argument that I have is now we are appointing diversity groups or diversity officers for sports. The question I have is, are they going to do the actual job? Because obviously they're not. Because the people that are bringing this in are saying, well, we want true diversity. Well, if you want true diversity, what diversity do you want? Do you want it to look like the population? If you do, then all teams are going to have to be roughly 65% white. Which means a lot of the people that are calling for the diversity, they can't play anymore. Why? Because the color of their skin. You said you wanted true diversity in it to look like the population. Now, again, if you want to even go and say, well, we want it equally divided, again, you run into another problem. None of these words make sense. None of them do. Because in practice, no one who is calling for them actually want what they're talking about. They don't want true equity because then a whole bunch of people lose, including themselves. Because let's face it, especially college basketball is probably 85% black. Well, if you appoint a diversity officer that says, hey, we've got to make this equal. Well, some of those kids aren't getting scholarships anymore because you got to have it equitable. You have to show both sides, not just one and not favored towards one. So why don't, why are people not pointing this out? And that is my biggest issue. Why aren't coaches stepping up and say, hey, you want true, you want to do away with this evil system you're talking about? You're talking about capitalism and, and equality, not equity. Fine. We're going to have that. You don't want a merit-based system. You're saying you don't. Well, let's not have a merit-based system. Let's get the walk-ons. I mean, they're just as much part of the team as anybody else. Um, we're going to let them play just as much as the starter on scholarship with five stars. Why even have stars? Who cares about stars? You're not a star. You can't be a star. Why aren't people doing this? Because you can end all of this crap in about five minutes once you explain what they're actually talking about. But no one will explain what people are actually talking about. If you want a true socialist system, it only makes everything equitably terrible. The only way to make people truly equal in outcome is to make everyone poor and miserable. Because you can't possibly make everyone rich and successful so that only leaves one ending. But no one talks about this. Everybody has always bashed on it and said, well, the system picks winners and losers. Well, the system doesn't do that. We do as a society. You see, 
The problem I have with all of this is the fact that no one, everyone mouths the sayings. Everybody says, let's have a conversation, which is one phrase I never want to hear again. Because if you want to have a conversation, I'll have a conversation. Unfortunately, mine's going to be honest. And that's where you're going to run into a problem. And we're going to honestly talk about things. You want to honestly talk about something like Jacob Blake? Well, the man's a rapist, allegedly. Enough that he had a felony warrant out. And he was not being obviously a good father to his children, which is the biggest problem in the black community today. And not only in the black community, there's a big problem in the white community as well with it. It just happens to be a larger problem in the black community. But no one hardly wants to say this. So if you truly want to help people, have honest conversations. The problem with that is anytime someone wants to have an honest conversation, apparently they're just racist and we throw them out. Now, I saw something today and it really, um, I could play the audio, but the audio just really doesn't do it justice. So I'm just going to have to describe it because you can hear some of what she's, this lady is saying, but you can't see what's around her. So I'll just have to describe it. So there's a lady, she's giving a lecture and she has a board and it has all the buzzwords on it you know, racism, and then below it, it has, um, you know, all the theories, you know, um, intersectionality, this and that. And this is a large black woman standing in front of what's primarily middle to older age white group of people that she's talking to. And she comes out and she has all these words written down, which are all crap. They're all crap that someone made up that's horrible, terrible ideas And she's standing up talking about how all white people are racist and there's nothing you can do about it. You're just racist and there's no way for you to ever get by it. And then she moves on to call all white people white devils. And all these people are sitting there listening to it. And this is what's going on. Now, me personally, I would tell her that she's nothing but a bigot who needs to lose weight. I mean, that's the truth. Unfortunately, that's having an honest conversation which they don't want to have. I mean, I don't have a problem debating ideas. Put your idea forth, I'll put mine forth, and we'll see where it comes out. Of course, that's not what's happening. And unfortunately, it's getting worse. And it's being emboldened by the fact that one side of our political spectrum has now infected everything And made it purely political. So it's hard to find your way out. And I'm afraid that, you know, if coaches, teachers, and people that are here to mentor people had honest conversations, well, they're probably going to get fired. So the question is, how do you fight back? Well, how do you fight back? Are people like me who just, you know, don't really care? Uh, Because you're not going to get me fired and you're not going to get, you know, get me thrown out of anything. I don't have any sponsors to take away. So there's no way to really stop it. The best way is to get more and more people like myself that really there is no upside for these people to attack. I mean, they can't really win. They're not going to shut me up without trying to kill me. And they can't really take away my voice. Even though it's small, if you get a lot of small voices all together, you know, they become bigger. 
But my question is, and I'm not sure what the full answer to all this is. I mean, I know what the answer is logically to just tell the truth. Just be honest. You know, if you're in a situation like that, I know so many of those people sitting there, they know what the truth is. They know this lady is standing up there spewing hate and bigotry. And it's the road to gas chambers. That is what they're selling. They are goose-stepping down the road to setting up gas chambers while telling you how much they want to include everyone and how they want to make a better world. Well, I'm sorry, Hitler thought he was making a better world too the whole time he was building death camps. The Soviets said they were building a better, perfect world while they were building, building gulags and killing people. This is not the first time. It's just the first time in many of our lifetimes that we've had to see it up close. And it is the first time that we've ever had this conversation really for in a meaningful way in America. So many seem to get caught in this idea that we need all these big reforms. What we need to reform is culture. Yes, we do. Do we need to train police officers better? Probably. You know, take Minnesota, for example. You probably shouldn't put your knee on somebody's neck, even though that's not, uh, apparently, according to the coroner, not what killed him. Which I found that odd that, you know, that one's been buried. But, I mean, why are we not talking? And I saw that um, the wonderful Kamala came out and said that she was inspired by Jacob Blake saying that people shouldn't act the way he did. Well, he didn't really say that. What did he say? You don't want to go through this. It's painful. You should go out and you can do better and you can make money and this and that. But the problem I have with it is where did he say, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't go rape people. Maybe you shouldn't try to steal vehicles. Maybe you shouldn't try to kidnap children that aren't your, uh, that aren't in your custody. Those sort of things. Where do you come out and say, well, you know, it's not good to try to get cops in headlocks and walk away from tasers and oh, all those little funny guns they're pointing in your face. Maybe you should just ignore that and keep fighting with them. It's just ridiculous. What happened to Me Too, by the way? Where's the Me Too for the girl he just sexually assaulted and was back while he had a restraining order at her house? She's a person of color, right? The police showed up to protect her. How are they so racist if they're protecting a woman of color and the children of color against a man of color that apparently is violating multiple, multiple laws? My problem is honesty. My biggest problem is honesty. Even if it hurts. Somebody tells me I need to lose a few pounds. Yeah, they're probably right. I do. There's many things that people need to learn. Honesty is at the top of that list. And it's not always on both sides. I mean, not always on one side. I should say a lot of times it's on both sides of the political spectrum. But right now it seems to be predominantly on the left, especially when it comes to culture. Someone like Cardi B, who makes a video about bitching about her tax money and how much, how much she has to pay in taxes and wants to know what's being done with it, then later endorses socialism. 
That's mindless. That's just stupidity. Learn what you're talking about. Because, yes, you can bitch about your taxes like many people do in this country. But at the same time, you can't turn around and talk about socialism because you're talking about taxes going through the roof and the disintegration of you being able to make enough money to even have to pay all those taxes. I mean, when did people... I guess it's the age of having things like my platform that I have now or maybe YouTube that allows maybe a few too many people that aren't very educated what they're speaking about. Maybe they have too much of a platform. But you know, that's America. And it's a great thing. It's just, we're going to have to do it. And when I say we, we as just ordinary Americans have to have the honest conversations with our friends, with our families, especially with our kids. Just be honest. And you know what? Honesty sometimes really hurts. But I think honesty will cure most of what we're dealing with. It really has to come down somewhere. And if anyone was honest with especially most of these athletes, the ones at the younger level, the ones like LeBron, they're making a calculated decision to pander to China to try to make more money. He's not ignorant. He's willfully ignorant because apparently he's not making enough money yet off the, off the game and off the country and off capitalism, which he hates so much. Oh, and I forgot the racist country that, you know, pays him millions and watches every game. Strange how that works. I believe that's called biting the hand that feeds you. Heard that was a bad idea. It looks like it's turning that way. Because it doesn't seem like very many people are interested in watching the NBA anymore. But I'm prepared for it. When it comes to the NFL, like I've said, I probably won't watch much. Uh, apparently now they're going to paint social justice messages in the end zones. Just so you won't forget. You won't forget about all the bullshit stories about injustice. It's insane. You know, if there could just be one... If there could only just be one that was true, none of them have been true. Not one has been true to what they're talking about. The closest one they had was George Floyd, who turns out that he took a buttload of fentanyl. And guess what? It kills you. The latest one in New York, the guy took was on a whole bunch of PCP, Mentally ill, guess what happens? You go so far up and you crash. Sort of like a sugar crash, only deadly. You know, just come up with one. Show me where a person of color gets pulled over, hands are on the wheel, and they say, hey, can I help you? And the guy pulls out the gun and shoots them for being black. Show me one. Show me one anywhere. You know why? Because it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. And that is my problem. 
Why are you creating problems? Well, we all know why they're creating problems. They're creating problems because they want to win an election. And you have the new leftist crazy wing of the Democratic Party, which has taken over. And now they're talking about socialism and they're talking about all these insane theories that are just so far gone from any type of reality. But they will destroy us. They'll destroy everything that anyone has worked for and has built. I don't... It does get tiring and it does get hard to keep listening. I mean, I have visceral reactions when I see stuff like New York. People are dining, trying to have a decent meal outside on a patio because that's the only place they can have a meal in New York. Um, Why anybody still lives there? I have no clue. Uh, Most have fled, though. Um, Unfortunately, New York is dying. Um, It may not be the largest city. In America much longer but people out having dinner not bothering anybody all of a sudden a bunch of people show up with bullhorns yelling screaming chases them all away yelling about racism now I don't know if these people are just that deluded I assume they're not I assume that they've been brainwashed talking about the civil rights movement in the 60s. Now, there was legitimate reasons to have this, to have the civil rights movement in the 60s. There was definitely a legitimate reason. And those people are heroes. But that is not today. We all know how this works. People live nostalgically, and try to recreate the past to feel young again. And I feel this is partly what has fueled a lot of this effort. Is young people that were inspired by their grandparents. Inspired because they had these great stories of how they fought injustice. And won. And that is great. And it was great. And it was very important that it happened. Are there other reasons that things haven't gone so well since then? Yes. Unfortunately, they don't have to do with white people being racist. It has to do with systems put in place, apparently to better people, that were just terrible. They didn't better anybody. They destroyed everything they touched. But it was done by do-gooders who thought they were doing the right thing. Many of these things are. You see, even Germany in the 30s, it was a lot of the progressives and the do-gooders helped Hitler all the way to those gas chambers. It's so frustrating to see it happen. People going into restaurants yelling about racism. The problem is, where's the example? You see, back then, they had a legitimate gripe. They couldn't sit at a lunch counter. They couldn't sit at the front of the bus. There were many, many barriers, especially in the South. Those barriers have been gone for my entire life. And long before I was born, those barriers were gone. Now, is there still inequalities in certain places? Yes. But they're not from people being racist. 
much of it has a very, very obvious explanation. And some of it is just people being greedy. It doesn't have a lot to do with just people being racist. Mostly because most of the poorest areas in this country are not only democratically ran, but many of them are either mayor, governor, many mayors, many city council, many of the people, police chiefs. Most of it is black Democrats. Well, you would think, wow, well, then th this all should be straightened out. The problem is people's greed gets in the way far more often than racism. You see, when you build a big government agency, it gets money. But at the end of the day, it usually doesn't get to where it needs to go. You see, it all gets spent in the bureaucracy and not actually fixing the problem. That's why government is the problem. And once government gets out of the way and lets private business take care of it, well, they can't just do crazy things like, well, you have to spend every penny we get you. We're not going to give you any more next year. No business could ever run that way. Why do we run our schools this way? And what ends up happening is all that money gets stuck in the school boards and the advisors and the government involved in all of it. None of it actually gets to actually helping anybody learn anything. It's all a power grab and a money grab. It's hard to explain this to people or they just won't listen because it's all racism. More than likely, it's just greed and investment in bureaucracy which is what the left absolutely loves. But it never gets to the actual people that it's supposed to help. These are the honest conversations we need to have. Unfortunately, honesty is not something that has been promoted for a long time now. It's all about feelings. It's all about not hurting people's feelings. And if someone gets their feelings hurt, well, then you're just evil and racist and homophobe and xenophobe and every other kind of phobe you can think of just for being honest that's where we have to get to it's not just about saying screw it to being politically correct or woke which we should say hell with all of it all those words are just ways to subvert the truth and have true conversations. Especially when it comes to young people. We are creating and have created. We've cre already created a whole generation of people that are completely lost. They have no idea what they're talking about. Because if they did, they wouldn't say or act the way they do. They have no concept whatsoever of what they're talking about. I know for myself and people my age, which I'm not that old, but most of the people I, you know, graduated with, or I would even say at least the five years below me in school, all these, all of us would just laugh and say, there's no way anybody would willingly go along with communism, socialism, even crazy Nazism. But we're seeing it openly all over the country and people talking about how great it is. Obviously, we have lost the truth somewhere, and I hope we can find it. I'm trying my best to get the truth out. 
I'm only one guy. And, you know, today stuck near the border and swear. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's cool. It's really warm. But honesty, even if it hurts, as we all know, especially as you get older, sometimes you got to have the honest truth, whether it hurts or not. Because many times it's the best medicine. I mean, none of us would want someone to keep lying to us just to make us feel better. But literally, the entire leftist movement is literally literally just lying to everyone to make everyone feel good about themselves, even if it kills you. Well, what's it matter? At least you didn't feel bad. We try to teach our kids that honesty is the best policy, as cliche as it is, and that you'd want somebody to be honest with you so you could get better at things. Well, let's get better at being a country and get better at being a society by being honest. And I think a little honesty would change the tune of most of this insanity we're dealing with. And maybe they would realize they're just being used by a bunch of old racist white people that just want to lord their power over everyone and line their pockets with yours, mine, and everybody else's future. And that's exactly where we are. We need honesty. We need real conversations that involve honesty. No more conversations about people's feelings. Just the truth. The truth we all know to be true. Not the new crap somebody decided to make up and say mushmouth crazy words that make no sense and have no basis in reality. And maybe, just maybe, we can not only save our country, maybe save our entertainment too. Because, wow, it has gone downhill at a very steep rate. Pretty soon, there might be many black Americans who made it in entertainment and in sports. Maybe they will wake up and realize they no longer have those great careers because, well, they talked themselves out of it. Let's hope we can all turn it around and wake people up before it gets there so we can enjoy all the things that help us escape from day-to-day life and definitely escape from politics because we all need an escape. I've tried to escape the last couple days, tried to catch up today, and got just angry listening to it. So I'll keep fighting, keep uh, researching and finding the best, but I'll, I'll try not to lose my mind completely. But until Tuesday, uh, I will be back Tuesday. Hopefully, I'll have a little better sound figured out so I won't be echoey, uh, echoing off some hard walls in a bathroom uh, in a hotel room. I'm going to try to come up with something better. But uh, anyway, keep telling your friends about it. I see the uh, podcast is growing, which makes me happy. Uh, I do have the Patreon up. Uh, check out all the different tiers. Um and I think we're going to add a tier in there where we might get some merchandise here soon. We'll see what happens. Uh, got to grow it a little bit bigger before I get there, but at least you get early access and the ask me anything question there on the upper tiers and be answering those on, on the podcast. And always 
rate review, especially the rating, the review never matters much. You can tell them I forced you to do it. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the five stars are the important keeps climbing the charts. More people listen and maybe we'll have more people can just be honest. Wouldn't that be great? Honesty. So until Tuesday, just remember it's no agenda, just 